What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. talk that's right everyone patrick o'dowd david ungar here on the chair shot radio network part of the chairshot.com where we remind you to always use your head the chairshot.com always use your head and david and i are back welcoming you all into another edition of hockey talk david ungar how are you I am pretty well. Very thankful that the uh, Vegas Golden Knights came through in the conference finals so that we didn't look like complete idiot because I was well, and I got, a little worried I got there. nervous. I, 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 I got I nervous. We, we record the show, and then the next thing you know, freaking Vegas comes out and loses to Dallas. Uh, but at the end of the day, 3 1 deficits are, are just it's too much to over. It's almost too much to overcome anymore in, in the NHL. Um, in most playoff formats, so three and it was a three zero deficit. So, uh, you know, I think it's happened like once or or nine times, eight or seven or eight or nine times. Like it hasn't happened very often it's in the one hundred some four odd times where they came back all the way. But. Right. So we didn't we didn't even have to worry about a game seven. We didn't have to sweat that. So it all's well that ends well. I you know, I was I was on the verge of texting you saying, um, if Dallas pulls a game seven puts it to seven should we just scrap this episode and 
<laughs> no, see, you know, you cracked me up because I, I, I would have expected it if they even the series for you to be like, that's it. That's it. Series that's over. I was, I was worried. That series over. No, I think I think Go Vegas. On. I, you know, I was just like, God, you know, did we actually put out this episode where we were just emphatically like, oh, it's over. And, and it wasn't, but it, it actually was. Yeah, it really was. Like, there's always in most like sweeps. I, I'd actually be interested to see how often sweeps happen as well. Like just sort of percentage wise, like a lot of teams usually generate one in the in the conference finals and the finals level and so it's uh yeah it was it was good to see it finally come to an end we have a stanley cup final as of the uh airing of this episode we will have two games under our belt as we are recording game one happened saturday the third of june we're recording on the fourth vegas with the win we're going to talk about all that on the second half of the program we are going to do a little bit of news around hockey dave has had some significant news for his caps and it's been a while since we've done this but i think it's time to rag on that little franchise in arizona because boy they don't they just don't get it over there and so i think that's going to be a lot of fun in fact let's do that first all right Let's do that first. So for those of you who have lived under a rock in the NHL world, the, the Arizona slash Phoenix Coyotes slash whatever the hell you want to call them, that to say that they have been a, a struggling franchise would be a gross understatement. And the biggest story has been their ongoing saga to find a new home in Arizona. And Dave, it's, it's bad. It's bad. There were... I, feel like a couple of weeks ago there was a vote or um, there were like three options slash opportunities that were proposed and all three were rejected by the state of Arizona. The people of Arizona do not seem to want a hockey team. And yet, as we are looking at NHL.com today, this morning, as we always have it up for our program, one of the headlines is right there says Coyotes exploring options for Arizona home. What's left? Commissioner hopeful team can remain in terrific market after Tempe proposal was voted down. Like such a terrific market. Yeah, right. It's so terrific. Nobody wants your franchise. They don't care. I mean, you know, I'm just reading. I'm reading his spin on this thing. Terrific market. A lot of sports fans there. Okay. Um, Yeah, but but those sports fans clearly think that there are more pressing things to do with taxpayer dollars than fund a new stadium, right. new arena for a, a hockey team that they just don't give a shit about. And that's, I don't, you know, I mean, there are, I mean, we've talked about it. I, I think, I think the writing's on the wall. That team's going to move. I know he's, he's, he's paying lip service. I know they do it. You see Manfred doing it with the same thing with the A's moving to Vegas and saying, all the right things can, about can Oakland, I, but you know, actually, I think, I think my favorite quote though, actually comes from deputy commissioner, Bill Daly, uh, where here's how bad it is. They talked about one of the, one of the potential, like sort of thrown out their arenas, the footprint center home of the Phoenix Suns. Not one of the options because it is not suited for hockey. The quote is great. Actually, it was built specifically to exclude the NHL. And they just underwent a major renovation. Like, 
seriously, just a big neon sign. You used to share that arena with the Suns, though. I mean, the Coyotes and the Suns played no. the same arena. No, for a it while, says didn't it would actually. It, no, that is no, not at all. Actually, it was built specifically to exclude the NHL, and they just underwent a major renovation, a multi one hundred million dollar renovation, as I understand it, which didn't make it any friendlier. They actually made it worse for accommodating I hockey. View, they I were don't like, view that to be a solution. Hockey. I like that. I don't view that to be a solution. Long, you think a long term solution anyway? Uh, yeah, I I just think, come on, give me a break. The Marty Walsh. The way I look at it right now, if we don't have in the near future a new location, we have to have a serious conversation. You should be having a serious conversation now. Like, I mean, and, and here's the thing: I, like, there are plenty of other places that would happily take on an NHL franchise. Houston is, I think, the one we've talked about. I mean, that's the most likely landing spot. That's Houston. A- Houston, Quebec City. Yeah. I mean, I love the adorable. I do. I do love the adorable pipe dream of some of those old Whaler fans that are still clinging to the hope. But in order to have a venue, an NHL caliber venue, that's a lot to ask of a cash-strapped city to to pull together. Because I've been in that arena. I went to a WWE event. Uh, Money in the Bank. The Bro- the, yeah, okay. the the Brock Lesnar Money in the Bank. Uh, victory. That place is, um, you can tell it used to be a hockey arena. It's been a few years. That's, that's for sure. It's, uh, it's, it, it needs a lot of work. It would need a lot of work. Houston, you know, it's interesting. It makes a lot of sense. Um, not, you know, I, I just, I, I guess I don't, I'm just still stuck on why are we so stubborn about Arizona? I mean, like, and I get from the standpoint of growing yes. from the standpoint of growing markets in the United States is Phoenix, a growing market. We should have Greg on the show. He could tell us exactly what's going on in Phoenix. I get that. You don't want to lose, you know, you don't want to lose a franchise out of, out of that area. Um, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah, it's clear that like the fans don't care about it. And there's like when they played in mullet arena this year, 5,000 people, great atmosphere for hockey on a very, right scaled down space so you've got some hardcore fans but yeah i mean it's it's like anything else if you're not going to get taxpayer support and the government's not going to foot the bill then nobody's going to and the kites are like we're not going to pay for this whole damn thing ourselves you know so um i'm sure somebody else out there will take it to me it all feels a little bit you know it's it's I don't know about transparent, but <laughs> translucent to be sure where they're like, hey, we're going to say all the right things. We're going to we're going to kick all the tires. We're going to turn over all the rocks or at least say that we are <laughs> so that when we move, we can do it with a clean conscience. Say, hey, we tried everything and nothing worked. And OK, but I think I agree with you. I think that that process needs to be put into uh, motion sooner or later, because, I mean, if you're still playing at Mullet Arena for the um, what, 2024, 2024. 25 season you've missed the boat yep right i mean this year it is what it is but next year come on you gotta move them you gotta move them if if they don't get this done within this next year all right let's get to one other little news thing that's going around the nhl in particular because it's relevant to you dave your uh your hockey team has a new coach we do I, when they hired oh, him, I sent you the, new coach. I, when they hired him, I sent you the, the who gift, like who? And I'm like, I'm like, who is this guy? And I, I've done a little bit of research on him and who's this Spencer Carberry. Is that the guy's name? I'm pretty sure that's you're the fan. Why are you asking me? Shit yeah. on. Let me, let me look at, I, I want to make sure I'm not butchering his name. Uh, yeah. Carberry, Spencer Carberry. Um, you know, I, 
when it first came down, I wasn't sure who he was. But the more I've looked into it, I feel pretty good about the hiring because yeah. he's he's a young guy, a younger coach. We need that. Um, he's been in the organization, but in the past, he's come come yeah. up through the Caps organization. Um, he's been heavily involved with the Hershey Bears. Hershey's on their way to like the Calder Cup Finals. So the Caps farm system still very strong. Um, from the standpoint of just reading about, and he went to Toronto where he spearheaded the Maple Leafs power play, which has like been ranked in the top five for the past several years. And the Caps power play used to be lethal, and now it hasn't been so much lately. Um, so I think if you're looking at a guy who has been with the Caps organizationally for years, is familiar with the young talent that they're trying to bring up, and, and you know the Caps have young talent. They've got young players who. Connor McMichael is one of them. Ferravari, I think, was on defense. And they've got other guys like that who they can bring up. And they need to figure out the balance between the aging core. This is what the article says. And it's true. It is an aging core. And how do you balance that and get these new guys integrated into the system? Protect Alex Ovechkin. Continue to give him. I mean, he's 72 goals short of tying Gretzky. Basically two years. You know, at, at the rate he's going. So how do you kind of keep the caps relevant? inject these young guys it seems like he's got the right sort of pedigree for that now whether he can pull that off or not it's easier said than done but i'm okay with it it's some it's it's i like the fact that it's not like one of those high profile names that might have been out there like some of the guys who just got fired like nashville lost his coach and and the rangers just lost their coach and and it's kind of more of a a a younger guy kind of farther down on the you know the minor league sort of thing those kind of guys, when they get a chance, sometimes really do well. Yeah, I, you know, I think you always worry sometimes about, quote-unquote, the company guy. But also, he could be the dude that has paid his dues and, and risen to the occasion. So yeah, The last go, two coaches I, have not Reardon and LaViolette. Everybody since Barry yeah, Trotz has, has, has been has a disaster. Really, so there you go. Um, all the best. And, and, you know, hope springs eternal, right? Like, once... Once you get that, once you get that new coach, it's like everything has started all over again. We're all good. Renaissance. We're wonderful. We're perfect. It's going to be beautiful. So, don't you know, know figure, about, I don't with that metropolitan well, division. Trust, I don't hey, know. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll ask you this. We'll, we'll just continue to play this game. Who has the bigger mountain to climb and recover next year? Your Caps or my Blues? Because I'm pretty sure it's my Blues. Well, I think your team is younger than mine is, which they are very, which, which, which is the problem, which it could be a blessing or a curse. It just, it really depends you know, how it, for both teams, it we, depends how the young guys are. Right. It might be. Yeah. It might be the, where the young and hungry upstarts that people enjoy. Your guys, your guys were not, pretty good near the end of the year though. The young kids came through. They were competitive. They were, they were winning. Yeah, they were competitive. I, I will, I will concede that point. Um, I will also concede that we got a Stanley Cup Finals to talk about, and, and we buried the lead. So we're going to take our first commercial, or our only commercial break, and when we come back, we will dive into Game One and what we saw out of Game One of the Stanley Cup Finals, and then talk where we see the series going. As we probably got at least one more show of analyzing actual hockey before we get into postseason time which is always exciting. So before we head into our recorder commercials, though, I do want to remind you all that if you enjoy the ChairShot Radio Network, if you enjoy the ChairShot.com, all of our podcasts and the work that we do, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the ChairShot and invest in one of the many ChairShot shirt designs that are out there. They are very reasonably priced at $19.99. But if you're feeling fancy and want something that feels nice on your giblets, spend a few dollars more 
Get it soft style. Your body will thank you. When we come back, Dave and I are going to talk game one of Vegas and Florida. You are listening to Hockey Talk on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right, welcome back everyone. Patrick O'Dowd, David Ungar here. Doing a little hockey talk with you here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Dave, we called it. You talked about it in the first uh, first segment of the show when we were doing the intros. Vegas finally got it done over Dallas, took care of business, advanced to the Stanley Cup Finals. Funny story. After I talked about last week all the different scenarios as to when the playoffs could start, completely forgot the schedule. And then I like, kept checking TNT on direct tv to be like is it starting yet when the like the nba playoffs started before the nhl finals the nba finals started before the the nhl finals i was like what the what the hell happened here we were moving along just nice little clip and then all of a sudden it was like let's pause for four days uh and then kick things off and they did they kicked off yesterday saturday and for two periods really really good game tied two to two after two before Vegas broke it open in the third, running away with it five to two, uh, wrapped up on an empty netter with about a minute and a half to go in the game on a gross power play after uh, our, our young Kachuk. I, 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 uh, I keep wanting to call it Keith, and I know it's not Keith. What's Matthew, his first name? Matthew. Matthew. Keith's kid. Um, which, again, good Christ, are we old? Yes. Just, some of us older. I love. I love. I loved Keith Kachuk. Like, that dude was fucking great. Anyway, um, that game, okay, so let's let's start here. Uh, Vegas did what they've been doing with their consistent, like, they're, they're just being consistent, they're solid. They finally made Bobrovsky look human, ran some really good sets offensively to challenge him and to make life hard. Like, the, the one of the goals, I can't remember if it was the, the one that took the lead or... When they were uh, when they went up two to one, uh, where they basically utilized a double screen and Bobrovsky had no chance. Like nobody could see the puck until it was by him. It was such a well timed play. Florida had one phenomenal play off a of face off to get their second goal, where it was like face off one score and like blinking you missed it. It was it was beautiful. We got to talk about Aiden Hill and and the the stick save. That paddle save. I don't. I I texted you when it happened. I don't even know if you watched the game. Oh, I. It's yeah. The save is. I got something to say. That's about a turning it. point. It is. That's the turning point of that game. Because it was. Yeah, it was a tight game. But he was dead to rights and gets that paddle out. And then of course, 
as a Caps fan, it was a callback for you, which is, I think, what you were going to talk about. I'm it's sorry if I stole your thunder there. Carbon copy. Yeah, go ahead. It is a carbon copy of the save from game two. I mean, I, I don't. I think Holpe's save was better because of the way it came off the boards and because Alex Tuck had a full windup. And this one was more Hill reaching out to stop, like, a, a like uh, I forget who it was, trying to poke it in. But it's still, you look back five years ago, Holpe's save turned that whole series around, and the Caps never t- looked back. And this one was, you know, it kept the game tied at the time. It's a it's a big momentum shift for sure. It's a tremendous save by Hill. Um, yeah, it, it's easy to see the similarities between the and the Russian machine never breaks was the first one to point it out to me. Hey, check the <laughs> compare these two. And I'm like, yep, that's the same play. Yeah, I mean, they played it over and over on the telecast. Like that was that was the thing is they showed it, and I was like, oh, Dave must be getting all wistful, just as I was when they were talking about. Petrangelo and Barbashev, and I'm like, I miss them. Yes, thank you. Uh, awesome. We want to cuff with him. Happy. Yeah, I'm happy for them. I'm, I'm so happy for them. All right. So fake, fake, fake smile, folks. You can't see it, but it's as fake as can be. I'm just going to grit my teeth and smile through the pain. Anyway, Jack Eichel, though, was just all over the, the offensive machine that was Vegas. For, for this game. And it, he did a terrific job. Like, you're not going to see him in the goal scored column, but he facilitated so much yesterday. And, you know, I picked I picked the five-on-five team. You picked the hot goalie. I got to ask you, Barofsky gives up five goals. Are we seeing are we seeing some, some humanity out of a guy that has been unstoppable? In goal between the pipes. Well, one of the goals was an empty netter, so he gave up four. But four, okay, sorry, four goals. <laughs> I th- fair enough. I still think he played really well. I, I mean, I, I mean, Vegas really, especially that third period where Vegas was imposing their will on Florida, and I thought Bobrovsky stood up pretty well. He gave up two goals. Uh, I think one thing to watch moving forward: Vegas seems like they want to go glove side on Bobrovsky. The two goals in the third period. Both of them glove side uh, stones goal controversial, though it may or may not have been as to whether was it a high stick. Oh, was the high it, not? Stick. it ends up the goal stands and, and it's pretty much game over at that point. But uh, Hill made another really good save on. Uh, I forget who came in on a breakaway just moments before they got their fourth goal. So, um, you know, I, I, I think I think Bobrovsky played well. Hill outplayed him. I, I think there were certain- that was the other. Oh, the other big save from Aiden Hill when. We get all the crazies. We haven't talked about the end of the game yeah. where Kachuk gets the, the penalty. He gets the major. He gets thrown out of the game. There's penalties all over the place. And it's a five on, was it a five on three? Five on three for was only five on, very briefly. But then it became a five on four. And they talked about this in the telecast. And then it happened where because they were two goals down, you knew that Florida was going to try to cheat to get a breakaway. And the opportunity happened, and I that's can't remember one of, who. Yeah, that's the one who I was, got the breakaway. That's what I was talking about, and and he couldn't get around. And it. Hill makes that save. Yeah. Hill Hill makes that save, and I sometimes I always wonder when a dude's on a breakaway, that's got to be really easy to think a little too much. It just felt like he waited too long. 
Yeah. He won Deke too many. You know, and like you're saying, it's tough. When right. you're coming in, there's a tendency to say, do I shoot now? Do I go for a Deke? How do I do this thing? You know, and and of course, it's easy for us to armchair quarterback it from up here. Oh, We're yeah, absolutely. 1,000%. But I think, um, you know, I, I, my thoughts on game one were Vegas did what they had to do. We talked about it last week. I think winning game one was hugely important for them uh, to get that right. win well, under the belt. And, and I'll take it. A, I'll take it a step further. Vegas did what they've always done. Like and that's they, a, that's the thing that I want to be as important is they played their game. Like it's about, not like yeah, think about how it's, think about how it started. They give up shorthand and gold to Kachuk yep. on a terrible yeah. giveaway. Right. Uh, that could have broken a lot of weaker teams, but Vegas stuck strong, you know, got a power play goal, you know, gave up that, like you're saying that late power play or not power play play or face off goal to Florida to tie it up. And then in the third period, they just swarmed Florida and Florida didn't have an answer for it. They right. didn't have the pushback. So I, I don't, I'm not worried about Borowski. I think, I think he'll make some adjustments. I think Florida will make some adjustments. They, they can't play that. You can't play this wide open. Like my friend and I, we, you know, we played golf and he's a hockey fan and he was texting me. He's like, you know, if he goes, if Florida's just going to let Vegas walk in like this, they're going to score. And I think Florida needs to step up that four check, you know, and, and not make it right. so easy for Vegas to get into the zone. They need to really they look at what, you know, go back to 2018, the caps drop game one and look at what they did. That's flipped that series. And it's the same sort of thing. We're not going to let you walk in. We're going to make it a lot harder in the neutral zone. We're going to four check you a lot more get more physical Vegas is, is still very much a finesse team. Um, and, and if you can get physical with them, you know, they don't have Ryan Reeves there anymore. Um, so, right. you know, I, I think there's, there's definitely some stuff that they can do to, to give them a better chance. I still like Florida's chances in this series, even despite game one, I, I think they played pretty well. It's a closer game than the score indicates. Um, and I, I, I still, I, I'm still riding the hot hand. I see. I disagree with you because I think Vegas was the better team for two and a half periods, and there was that, there was that period, there was that stretch in the second period after after Vegas went up two to one, where you saw it, like they, it seemed like they let their foot off the gas a little bit. Suddenly, Florida was winning faceoffs. Like, like Vegas wasn't controlling the game. Score gets tied. And then the third period, they controlled the game. So I agree with you, the game too. And we say this is such a, this is such a cliche sports show sort of thing. Like Florida's got to win game. Like, and here's why. Yes and no, but go ahead. <laughs> Again, it's the adage though. It's not a series till the road team wins. Till the road team wins, it's, it's not a series. Like, like, and that's the thing is like, I'm not saying Florida can't do it, but I'm saying come Monday, if Florida hasn't done it, and we're going to be sitting here on, you know, the next Tuesday, when you all listen to this podcast, we're maybe be talking about what could have been, uh, well, you know, you can make the argument. It's a must win for both teams. I mean, Vegas doesn't want to lose game two, go back to no, Florida time one, one, because they could end up like they did in 2018, lose both in Florida, come home with a three, one deficit fighting to stay alive that's very possible florida of course doesn't want to go back home down oh two you want to get the steel on the road but i you know i i do like you know i i don't know it's it's a tough one it's good i want to see how florida responds it's been a long time since they trailed in the series you know since it was uh three games to two against boston and they never trailed against toronto friendly friendly reminder 
you know, in the history of the Stanley Cup, since it's gone to seven games in the 1930s, as reminded to you on TNT, 76% of the time, team that wins game one, voice the cup. The Caps were one of the 30, 24%. So congratulations for being the exception to the rule. It's not, it's not a good, it's not a good position to be in. Yeah, I agree Here's why they call me the wrestling realist. This is why they call me the wrestling realist on wrestling shows, because I drop in the I'm dropping the lens. Statistically, it's a challenging hill for Florida to climb. Starts it starts on Monday. And again, it's not a series until somebody on the road wins. Yeah, so I, statistically, you're absolutely correct. The odds are ever in Florida's favor. Ever in my favor. Or excuse oh, yeah. me, Vegas's favor right now. So Oh, I said mine because I picked him to win the well, series. No, I, I didn't I, bet on it. It's like I, I don't, I don't gamble that way. But no, I still think you're looking at a fairly long series. Of this, so we'll see. I hope so. It'll be fun. Um, I want it to be a long series. I want it to go seven. Nothing says nothing says fun like a Boston game or not a Boston uh, Stanley Cup game seven. I said Boston game seven because I thought back to Blues went to. Boston one thing I, I do want to add. By the way, the Blues also lost game one of their Stanley Cup Let's Finals see. appearance against That's the Bruins. Right. So, so it happened. So back, it back does years. happen. If the if the Knights win, um, I mean that trade that they did last year for Eichel is going to be looked at as one off. of the best trades of all time. I mean, seriously, he's of all having time, a great playoffs. He is. He's been huge for them. And he what's he gets it gets in a fight with Kachuk, two superstars throwing down last night. I mean, that was great stuff. And did they, and only one of them got tossed. Only Kachuk got right, tossed, right? Right, right. So, so yeah, Eichel, Eichel one is last, the man's. One last thing. I don't remember. I don't know when this happened or how it happened. And maybe it just happened because in our last show, I picked Vegas uh, as, as the team I, I, I was going to pick to win the series. I, uh, I kind of hate Florida right now. And hate, I, he, I mean, I hate them because they were in I my know, division for here's, so long. Here, I, I think I, here's why I think I hate them. I, I think I hate them. Because the narrative about them. Last team in the playoffs. They've overcome so much. This is such a wonderful story. Oh my goodness. Shut the fuck up. I'm tired of it. Yes, they got in. Once you're in and you got a bite at the apple, if there's anything that the NHL playoffs have proven, is that any team can literally win the thing once they're in. Any team. Like, it is not like... Like the NBA playoffs, the NBA finals right now is stunning that Miami is where they are. But that, because it, it like never happened. And that's not true with hockey, like at it's, all. It's not. It's a different game entirely. But I think who was it? Somebody coined the phrase, it's, this series is depth versus destiny. And that's kind of very much what it is. And depth won game one. Absolutely. And yeah, you could see depth won game one. And, and, how far that takes you? I mean, you know, if if I mean Florida's not, uh, I mean they've got superstars. There's no doubt about that. They don't have. Can they roll four lines at you like Vegas? Can probably not. Maybe three really strong lines, and the fourth one is iffy. But, but even but even in, in in game one, that fourth line for Vegas, like they they played strong for two periods, and then they really didn't play much in in the third period. Like they didn't get run out there. They shortened up the lines quite a bit. It's going to be a fun series. I mean, I, I if you if you're a Vegas fan, you got to be feeling pretty good. But the memory of five years ago has got to be very fresh. Got to win game two. Can't give these guys well, momentum going home. And I think these, uh, I think the returning the the players that are a part of those, uh, I can't remember what they call them, like the misfits or the unified guests or whatever they were called. 
from that that team in 2018. They they've talked a lot about that too. That they they don't want what happened the last time they were here to happen again. So it's a we'll very, wait and it's see. A very different team. They're it's a very way different deeper team. and much more talented. Oh, one thousand percent. And I again, I think that's just going to show through. We'll find out how right or wrong we are come next week when we're probably. If not talking the end of the series, we're looking into a game seven at that point, a game six or seven as, as we get to the end of next week. So uh, I'm here for it, and hopefully you all will be too. And Dave, that's 30 minutes, bro. We we hit our hockey top quota today. Uh, before we get out of here, tell everybody where they can find you on the Chair Shot Radio Network and on the socials. Hey, man, if Vegas wins, you might find me on a parade on the Strip. I mean, that might be a fun time. So, hey. Hey. Now you can find me on Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G, Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. And you can find me on the Chair Shot Radio Network every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Monday, talking nerdy stuff on Bandwagon Nerds. Tuesdays, talking hockey or music, depending on the time of year, with David Ungar over here. Wednesdays, talking wrestling with Greg DeMarco on the Greg DeMarco Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. That is going to do it for this week's edition of Hockey Talk. We will catch you next week as we look to put a bow on the 2022-2023 NHL season. You have been listening to Hockey Talk on the ChairShot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.